Hello everyone, welcome to Ishi TV. I'm Ekta Kapoor. Today I'm speaking to Rita Meher, co-founder of Tasveer. It's a prominent non-profit in the US that has been supporting South Asian filmmakers and storytellers for 21 years. So thanks for being here, Rita, and welcome to Ishi TV. Thank you for having me, Ekta. It's my pleasure to be on this. And wow, that's a lot of films in 21 years. And uh, before we talk about these films and your very successful film festival that's happening next month with Supper News as the media partner, um, please tell me about your journey and uh, you know about how it began, I think, in Japan in the 1990s. Oh my goodness, you really dragged me back. It's like back to, uh, yeah, uh, in the past. So it... I did dabble a little bit when I was living in uh, in Japan. I was a young student and I started working and I got involved in the Japanese TV station and creating some English learning programs. Uh, but it always, always uh, uh, films and cinema or TV world always excited me. So when I came to the U.S., even though I was continuing uh, my search for being a Japanese translator, believe me or not, I used to be a <laughs> Japanese translator, trained in New Delhi at JNU, Jawaharlal Nehru University. Um, uh, so that career search didn't go well. Uh, sadly, 9-11 um, happened, September 11th. And uh, I experienced a hate incident um, where I was, while I was walking on the street right after 9-11, I was... Um, yelled at uh go back to your effing country and that particular moment kind of was the life-changing moment for me and i had never experienced something so deep that words could hurt you so much or impact you so much and uh, when i was talking to my best friend farah Nusheen, she suggested i should process this through storytelling make a film about it. Um, and um, that's what I did. I made a short film called Citizenship 101. And uh, then we, I was looking for a place to showcase that film. Uh, my best friend Farah Nusheen also had made a documentary. She's a Muslim queer woman from Hyderabad. Uh, she uh, made a film called uh, Nazra. Uh, and sh she also then started searching to showcase the film. And our main thing is the film, showing the film wasn't the main uh, uh, goal for us. It was to talk about behind the film, what was happening. So uh, then we say, if nobody is uh, getting our films, why don't we create our own platform? You build it, people will come. And sure enough, that's what happened. We built it and they started coming. And that was in 2002. And, and you showcase only South Asian films at your The Sphere Film Festival. And I also noticed that this year you have like a special section for LGBTQ films and you emphasize on film women filmmakers and women directors, films from Afghanistan. I noticed that there was a category. So uh, what is your vision behind uh, such categories? I mean, you're already focused on the South Asian uh, community, uh, but in addition, you've also sort of highlighted these categories as well. So what's the vision behind that? Yes, we um, our uh, vision and mission is to highlight 
so to inspire social change through film art and storytelling uh, by and about South Asians. Uh, as you say, you know, like uh, do what you know best. So I know about South Asian culture. I'm a South Asian from India. So uh, we say, why don't we just focus on South Asia? And uh, during after right after 9-11, there was a lot of hate crimes happening on South Asians. Yeah. So we took that part and said, let's elevate South Asian stories. Uh, not that we want to exclude anyone. That's what we knew best. And we wanted to do uh, a focus area and we wanted to do good at it, like with high quality yeah. and um, engaging the community. We also wanted to highlight the marginalized communities, uh, the LGBTQI community, we talk about caste system, we talk about education, domestic violence, women empowerment, uh, climate change, everything. And uh, there's a, we are a social justice uh, organization. However, to serve it to the larger community, we do uh, make sure that it's served in a way that people can consume and um, and still get informed and not ignore. Oh, it's a social justice saying, so we won't watch it. We want to do it so well that people come in and get entertained while getting informed. You, know, you brought up that there's stories about caste inequalities, social inequalities, and um, you know, gender inequalities. So, uh, you know, that there are some people who would say that, you know, why are you presenting the bad stuff about South Asia, you know? So so what do you say to people like that? Uh, we're saying uh, that there is a place for everything. If you want to watch Bollywood movies, there's a theater right here, two miles away. Go and watch it. But nobody's showing films or documentaries or uh, great films like uh, All That Breeds that got Oscar nominated last year. Nobody's showing that in our uh, so community here so uh, that's what we are doing and we don't hate other we don't dislike uh, Bollywood films we love it when it opens up we all go to it but it's already being done we are doing something nobody is doing so yeah, yeah we used to get that a lot yeah. finally they but, are saying it but you do believe that showing these films itself is inspiring social change, right? And and would you like to share some experience, uh, some film that you felt made a, made a difference? Uh, so uh, what happens is if someone is watching a film, they come forward and say, oh my gosh, I never knew there were, uh, there's a Christian community in Pakistan, for example. I'm just very high level um, and I belong to that community it was so good to see that on the screen or um, there was uh, a youth come forward and uh, uh, he's from the queer community and he would say uh, thank you for showing this film and uh, I uh, and to see others are in the same position or situation as I have been or I am in uh, it's so um, uh, uplifting and they feel supported. They feel uh, there are other people out there. One of our longtime community, uh, I call her our co-founding member because she's one of the friends since the beginning. Uh, she's from Pakistan and she saw this film um, uh, from Bangladesh when there was all these 
genocide happened after in 1971. And uh, her life changed after that. She uh, was uh, distraught that how much violence had happened from Pakistani army on the Bangladeshi um, people. And she, ever since she has been very involved in the nonprofit from Bangladesh and supporting them. And there's this camaraderie and friendship that brings to the table. We are not working in silo. We are all same people from the, with yeah. almost same culture and uh, still with a lot of diversity, but we all work here together. No, and th you're right. There are films like uh, that really inspire you, you know, and they change your perspective about things uh, in, in such a uh, unexpected way. And, uh, you know, it's like your friends, your her whole life purpose sort of changed after that. And I think that in that sense, films do have that kind of a power. So what kind of movies in influence you personally? I love drama. Uh, okay. And you would see that uh, what I like that filters into the programming <laughs> of the festival. And uh, uh, without trying to promote yet, uh, I would love to mention like, even if you see the opening night of the film, our film festival, Mano, which is, I love Sri Lankan films and um, the post-war love story, the post-Civil yeah. War love story is just so deep and uh, beautiful and subtle and uh, uh, painful to watch. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's uh, showcasing the PTSD of the war on the people, yet they're searching themselves and finding closure and finding their love to something to hold on to. It's uh, it's beautiful. I I love contemplative films like that. And then it shows the things in landscape that we are not day-to-day -day aware of, right? So yeah. I like to watch and show that's not very common. And how many films do you get every year? And how many finally make it to, to you know, to the festival? Yes, uh, we get close to uh, 400 between 400 to 500 films wow. um, and uh, we show about uh, somewhere 75 to 100 films we try to keep wow. it down um, because one is uh, we can't possibly show more than 100 films over a weekend <laughs> we will want we'll go crazy trying to figure <laughs> out which no, but is, it, is it humanly possible for uh, one person to go and watch all those films no, uh, <laughs> some films that we sh uh, show simultaneously, um, yeah. um, which I don't so it's like. Physical as well as online, yeah? Yes. And then yeah. uh, the, since the pandemic, we have been doing online also. So calling it a hybrid mode. So in person and in um, online, so we have 83 films um, and uh, 25 world premiere. I believe they're... Um, 17 languages i forgot to get the exact wow. okay and um so it's good actually that it's hybrid because earlier people in india we couldn't have uh, seen it now we can <laughs> yeah now it could you could watch it globally anywhere in the world uh yeah, yeah we have all kind of topics uh, everything i always yeah. call it a buffet <laughs> yeah so, something for everyone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Show. And uh, yeah, so we, so we were talking like uh, you, you've had your own personal journey as well. You, as a woman, as an entrepreneur, you know, you've 
uh, I'm sure that you must have had some interesting experiences. You've already shared how it all began because of uh, you know a comment that somebody made. Uh, so so you know, tell me about what has been the most challenging part for you for bringing Tasvi to where it is now. Yeah, the challenging part is uh, one is uh, we are still in a, even after 23 years, 21 years, we are still underrepresented in the US. Um, it's a challenge to uh, make the outreach and let people know about the festival. Uh, that's, uh, believe it or not, it's hugely the most challenging thing. Uh, we try to do our best, uh, get the best marketing team and try to promote as much. Uh, the newspaper and media don't like to cover it as much at all, uh, to be blunt about it. Um, even in our city, they would, uh, they won't pick it up, but they will pick up other uh, general mainstream ones. Funding is always challenging. Uh, COVID threw a wrench in the middle of everything that was going on. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, the population is small. It's a niche market for yeah. uh, being in US. So if if we call it South Asia, then only most of the time what happens is, it's a, oh, it's a South Asian film festival. And mostly South Asians only try to go and say, no, it's open to everyone. Everyone should come and watch. So those kind of things are always challenging and make it, once it becomes niche, it's population being small. In India, yeah. if you put a, throw a rock in any corner, there will be 30 people watching it. Here, <laughs> people through the door is like, hey, oh my God, so many people in here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think that you're right. There's a there's a challenge there. It's like a double-edged sword because you're calling it South Asian Film Festival, so uh, there there would be a segment of people who think, oh, it's only for South Asian viewers, and uh, you know they they would think that it's not for them at all. But since you have 17 languages, I mean that's that's huge. That's that's like a whole like a mini continent, you know, and uh, in terms of the variety of languages, and I think. That's also reminding us how diverse our cultures are in this part of the world, you know, so so many linguistic, uh, you know, variables yeah. come in the play, you know, when you're putting together something like this. So, yeah. but I'm sure you have subtitles for everything, right? So people can watch. <laughs> yeah, everything has English subtitles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, tell me, out after all this, looking back, you know, the way it has grown, I'm sure it started with a smaller pool of films and now it's becoming bigger and bigger and, you know, more like four or 500 films are applying every year. So, you know, what do you feel has been your greatest achievement? I feel my greatest achievement is uh, keeping it going and strong and, uh, yeah. you know, um, bringing high quality films. Uh, but the recent achievement would be to support the filmmakers behind who are sending their films to us. So we started our film fund in 2020 during the take of uh, pandemic, uh, started partnering with Netflix, uh, getting funding out to them, uh, finding distribution for filmmakers, uh, started uh, giving, uh, uh, providing mentorship to filmmakers. That's, I'm so very, very proud of that. And also, uh, <laughs> to toot my own horn, uh, we uh, also got the Oscar qualifying 
status yes, we are the only <laughs> one in the world to have the oscar qualifying status so what does that mean actually tell us what about what what does uh, it what does it stand for it's for the short films that gets an award they get a direct line to the oscar shortlisting oh, okay. um wow lineup and then uh before we got this accreditation they have to go through some huge bigger festival where south asian films are handful may not be the short film so uh now they can get an award in our festival and go directly to oscars wow that's amazing that yeah. that is a big achievement i think it's worth celebrating and especially like you said after the struggle of the pandemic and then now suddenly things are opening up again and people are taking interest in stepping out and going for movies so that's definitely going to help and um, yeah and is you know as a as a woman who has really made her own way in life like as we call in in a self made woman uh, you know what are some of the key lessons from your life and career that you'd like to share with those who are just starting out on their journeys uh one thing i always tell all the people and younger people that keep at it don't give up yeah. it's like be consistent whether people are coming or not just keep doing it no matter how small it is just have the continuation if you continue it uh without all the 200 people didn't come to see it or 500 people didn't it doesn't matter even if one person comes and watches it it's a success because you're yeah. serving the community so keep continuing keep doing uh, uh, believe in why you're doing it um, why you started in the first place just be at it don't give up that that absolutely that that's that's absolutely right on because a lot of people give up after the first uh, you know block in the road and then they just you know they they think it's going to be too hard but if you push and you push and you push and then the resources come you know yeah. like from somewhere you get the help and you get the resources as long as you don't give up you know yeah yeah it's a uh, yeah you know you're climbing climbing and there's some rock or something come and there's a, oh they can't see the other side everyone yeah. gives up at that yeah <laughs> at that point yeah. yeah yeah great so it's been wonderful speaking to you and i wish you all the best for the next uh, film festival which is coming up in october so that's the 18th tasveer film festival it starts uh, on october 12th till the 15th that's the offline one and those of us in south asia can watch it online from october 16 to 22nd and uh, we'll share all the details in uh, the comment section so please uh try you know if you can everybody i would recommend that you go for the film festival this time for sure i mean there are some amazing films on the website if you check it out they shouldn't be missed and i've already tick marked the ones that i'm going to see for sure so thank you so much and all the best and uh, as a part of both ishi and sapan news i'm really really happy that sapan news is the media partner for uh, the tasveer film festival and uh, we hope that more and more and more south asian filmmakers uh, will find that you know that platform to really show their wonderful work through you guys oh thank you ekta thank you for this opportunity thank you for bringing me to your platform <laughs> thank you thank you thank you so much